Broadcasting from occupied territories, war the flea media, it's the Reality Dysfunction Podcast. A space where a diverse group of brown folk from across the nation explore the political experiences and social future of our Chicano Latino community. Control the narrative, resist the dysfunction. Silencio. <laughs> That's a song from like the 80s. I don't remember who, maybe Camilo Sesto. I'm not sure. Did you hear that Armando Manzanero passed yeah. away too? Man, when Saturday and Sunday, when it was time to limpiar la casa. And the Lozada household, my mother would crank up Armando Manzanero, eh? And I was like, and so I always have those that song. And I, I can't sing, but Somos Novios, you guys know that song, right? And I, I still remember. So when I saw the news that he had passed, like that song has been in my head for the past like three days. You mean she listened to that instead of Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> oh! Yeah. Oh my God! Whatever, go to hell. Uh, I had to get a, a, I hope. a reference in there. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that, Danny. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but. but Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you see that his name was trending along with Satan? People were like, "Oh, Satan's having a good day today." Took and back Cheney. And Cheney and Cheney along yeah. with Cheney. Yeah. That was really funny. I was like. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Next topic, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent you, sent you all a thing called the Kambahi uh, River Collective Statement. I think it's probably a good one to, to take a look at. Um, I know that intersectionality, the word itself, is uh, very popular right now. Um, but it, And this is a very much like a, this, is, this document is seen as one of like the, the foundations of this idea and so um yeah I, I just wanted to send it to you that's all yeah that's all i was gonna you. say about that yeah well, thank you and i also am not sorry that rush limbaugh died and i know that that's probably not a very nice thing to say in general you know yeah. but uh fuck that guy i mean what really? God, uh, what a hate monger yeah like i said I, i'm sorry he died that's oh. because his suffering's over. I knew that's where you were going. I am happy that <laughs> motherfucker that. is dead. Okay, because we don't need that kind of hate in this world. There's already enough hate. He did so much. I don't feel sorry to feel okay that the man is dead because that way, you know, like I'm sorry. He was. He was. He's the thing. He's the reason why. Many things are happening in this country because of the audience that he was able, because of the crap that he was saying and the Juan lies. Carlos, Juan yeah, Carlos. Never mind. Wouldn't 72 hours more of him coughing so hard that his ribs cracked? Oh, man. You, you know, yeah. a nice thing for him to have enjoyed. Actually, yeah. Uh, like Let's that. cut that pizza out of the <laughs> No, I like that. I like that. Let's leave You guys that. are brutal. I've coughed that hard that. before. It's yeah, terrible. Let him. Yeah. Let him. He'd be all right. Yeah. All right. I, I I don't know, guys. I think I think I think we might have I think we might have done it right there. Look, I'm a nice guy. 
All right. I consider myself a very nice guy. Nobody I... that says that is actually. Uh, don't, don't want me. To, don't tell me to be sorry for the hateful. I just, I cannot. And I'll say like, goodbye, man. I hope you fucking brag wherever the fuck you want. Dude, like, it's like when dudes are like, why the hell I get a girlfriend? I'm a nice guy. And it's like, exactly. oh my God. You're a creep. It's yep. you. It's always you. <laughs> well, it's like one of those things too where like Rush Limbaugh, like when he had his radio show in the 90s would play, like would say the names of people who had died from AIDS and then yeah. celebrated their deaths. It's like, well, yeah. I'm gonna celebrate your death too, motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah. it spread so much hate. Like, no, very, I, I, I remember the first that. time. Stop I remember the first it's too time. Loud. Stop. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw Rush Limbaugh. Um, I never listened to the radio show, but for some odd reason, he had a TV show for a short amount of time, right? And the very first time I saw it, he was talking about welfare, and he played a clip of like a bunch of black people walking um, and getting in a line. And it was like set to that like Benny Hill music or whatever. You don't like that. that, 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 that you know, and I mean, it's racist as fuck. Most racist fucking thing I've ever seen. So I have no, you know, if you want to talk shit about him dying, go for it. Because what he did in his lifetime was a thousand times worse than what anybody could say about him in death. So, you and know, I, go ahead, Alex. No, I was just going to say, to that point, right, I think what happened, uh, the insurrection and all this Trump stuff and all these Republicans not voting to impeach Trump. I think it's, you know, as people talk about the Republican Party being the party of Lincoln and Ronald Reagan, it's just bullshit, Reagan. right? And I'm like, Ronald Reagan was a jerk. He was terrible. What, you know, what he did during the AIDS crisis, what he did to our communities with this whole war on drugs, right? What he did in the Middle East, like... Fair doctrine. Disgusting. Disgusting. He was a monkey trainer. That's how he got into Hollywood. He think trained monkeys. Also, and correct me if I'm wrong, because Republicans love to say that it was Democrats who were always, you know, pro-oppression, pro-slavery. But, like, the ideals of those parties somewhere early on, like, switched, right? Was it, yeah, it wasn't it was, early it was on. Switch- Go ahead, It was Carla. in, like, the 1920s or 30s. It was... It, no, was, it was relatively recently, though. We're it, like it was. It was really in the '60s that it happened. Okay. That that yeah. that that, that, like, it's, that switch happened. Yes. But they're all these. It's because they weren't being racist enough, and they were like, "Okay, we'll go. We'll go to the Republicans. They're being racist enough." These white men continuing to keep the grip of power, political and economic power in this country, and they're going to do whatever they need to continue to keep that stranglehold. On all of them. Yeah, I was for one of the readings I had to do this week for one of my classes. We had to read um, Lenin's like letter something, but he talked about how like you know he doesn't trust the the bourgeois of Russia to become a uh, democratic society because as long as they're there, like we're not going to have true democracy and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, you know what, Lenin, it didn't turn out well for you, but that idea, that's right. You know, you know what well. I'm thinking is as, as we, <laughs> as, as the language, the Spanish language is 
changing and Spanglish and, you know, so how are we writing, right? Like this idea that in Spanish you will never put two vowels right next to each other, only the CH, right? Or the double L or double R. But having Latinx, oh my God, they're having a hard time with that and how are we going to say it? And you know what? You know who runs the Real Academia Española, the Spanish Real Academy, which is the, you know, the ruler of the Spanish language. Those that say that what's right or wrong in, in Spanish grammar and all that shit is a bunch of white men from Spain. Okay? Old as fuck. Okay? And then they dictate what the Spanish language should be. When I have all these 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds referring themselves to Latinx and all these other ways that have nothing to do with the rules of this country and of that, uh, you know, institution. And until that not changes until there's women and people of color and younger people doing, you know, what all these white men are doing will continue the same way. And that's changing somehow in some institutions, right? But probably not in the majority still. I don't know what my point with that was. I don't know, but it was, it was a good point. I, I would just say that most people that I talk to, they don't really care about the X at the end. They, they object to the terminology Latino. That's 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 what their objection is because they they think that that's it's actually it's not the X. It's they they think that using the word Latino is what is destroying um, any chance at like real political power. So I think that that's and and I think that there's some truth to that. I get the X. I I embrace it the same way that I did the X in Chicano in the 1990s. I mean. It, it, it absolutely makes sense. And anybody that thinks it's going away is very, very, very yeah. uninformed yeah. about the world. I'm so. curious as to which communities dislike the term Latino and what should we use? What is the term that we want to use for ourselves? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny that, that you should ask that question because in the, uh, no, really, because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's funny. Um, tell me, tell me Todd. <laughs> because I was reading earlier today a book called um, Redskin White Mass, which is uh, part of the uh, the study group for Rasu Nida. And um, it's by this guy named Glenn Colthart, Colthart or something like that. And the part that, um, that I'm going over uh, is uh, Chapter 5, The Plunge into the Chasm of the Past, and um, there was this quote, he's quoting Franz Fanon, Cothort is, and he, and he writes in it, it is the white man who creates the Negro, but it is the Negro who creates Negritude. Instead of disrupting the Manichean, and Manichean means like black and white, value structure. And I only say that to you guys because the first time I heard the word, I did not know what it meant. I thought it had something to do with like, I'm not even gonna lie, I thought it had something to do with Chinese people. I'm for real. Um, Is that right? I did. <laughs> that's, Maybe that's you real. had that's, Chinese food the day before. I mean, that that's fine. honest. I was just, it wasn't even like that. I just was like, oh. Well, it's like the Manchurian. Manchurian. Yeah. But, yeah. And so, and, and I really didn't understand, like, I was trying to, like, piece it together. And so I finally looked it up because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. The Manichaean value structure of savage, civilized, colonizer, colonized itself Negritude's attempt to restore the native subject as an agent of history through an inversion of colonial discourse remains comfortably within the very binary logic that has played such a crucial role in justifying 
the colonial relationship in the first place. What that means to me is that at some point in the future, for those of us who are engaged in, the, in like in the Chicano movement, we have to move past the word Chicano, right? So like all of these words that we're using right now, Latino and Hispanic, and even Chicano, right? Those words Boricua have to too? go. Boricua too? Maybe, maybe not Boricua. And, and for this reason only that, um, well, I don't know, maybe Boricua too. Yeah, well, maybe. But awesome. well, just real quick, this, this is the point, is that as long as we continue to use these words, what we're doing is reifying the binary of colonial oppression, right? Because there are words in some ways that come out of that. Now, I know there's a lot of people that probably are going to not be happy to, to hear me say that, but, you know, that's, that's what I think. But that also means that I don't know that necessarily the answer to your question, Alex, in my mind, I think the word that we have to move towards is indigenous. And that is an that's and even that becomes extremely well, I know, but it comes extremely broad, right? Because what I mean, does that mean? Well, I mean, but that's and, that's kind of, that's kind of the right? point though. And and for many of us, we don't know what it, it means. We are not purely indigenous, right? Right. Which we don't why, come from that. That is right. not I, I mean, I look indigenous, but I know that my heritage is not completely that, right? And well, but see, that's... Well, and I know we all are, we argue and, and maybe it isn't one of those words. Maybe it's just like, I'm just Colombian. That's all, you know, that's it. Well, right? But even, even at that, you're I mean, American, yeah. Colombian, yeah. American. Ew, I agree. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's not even go with the American piece. Right. And, <laughs> and I think that's propaganda, right? Being American is propagandist. Like this whole American dream. It's wrong. Propaganda. America is the whole continent, people, not just this tiny part of the whole continent. And then everything's well, American. And I mean, that's why you can't have these discussions without taking into account. Like you can't have a discussion about latino issues in the united states because latino issues in the united states are only about how how it is that we play into the settler colonial context right right, right. So, right. yeah i mean that's i mean it's it's fucking complicated man i mean it's, it's difficult right yeah i don't know if we move towards like like i wouldn't be comfortable calling myself indigenous but also like having these labels and having this like conversation of not having these labels is very hard when we live in like a post or post-colonial um like global society because these identities have been pushed onto us and so to some extent we have to also accept these identities and take them back in a way that like reaffines what we believe but also like when you go abroad you know and you see other communities of things like the way you like identify is super important with how you like communicate and like strive to be in the world. And so I think like it is a hard conversation to have, right? Because it's like we don't want to invalidate anyone's like identity or how they see themselves, but in the same aspect, like how do we move past like these like you know colonial descriptions of community yeah well wait a minute real quick real quick and i'm just gonna say two things one thing is this we absolutely live in a global society two of those of us who are in the americas are not in a post-colonial situation 
Yeah, that's what I was like. Post. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see the quotes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we are absolutely not in a post-colonial yeah. situation here. And then the other thing is, is that I think that there are some identities that absolutely need to be invalidated, but that's just yeah. I'm just that's gonna say that's, a, that's I, it. And really, traveling throughout the world, I'm sure all of us have been in different parts of the world. When you go somewhere, do you say you're Latino? No, I How say I'm American. Be- you say you're American? I would say it doesn't matter what we, they, like, what we think we are. That we're all Americans to a lot of folks. Yeah, yeah gringos, but you don't, gringos, you don't look, you don't look American. No, you know, when we go to Colombia, you know, I'm the American cousin, but American also means white. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're white, Alex. I was like, I yeah. went to Colombia and people started to speak to like, me in no, Spanish. You're not. You're not. And then they were like, oh, you're you're American. Yeah. Yeah. No. People say that, but you don't, you're not really American because you're not white. Right. And I think that American in a lot of places means white. They're like, no, 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 really. Where are you from? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm from well, here. here. What? Oh, I'm sorry. There's actually a really good uh, short little piece by this woman named Michelle Saros. It's called uh, Chicana Falsa. I think that's the name of the book or whatever, but she has a little essay in it. And the title of it is "No, I'm from here." Here, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we don't ask white people where are you from because they ain't from here. Oh, I do. You I know, do. all the time. And you know, many so, of them don't know. They don't, don't care. They know. don't. They've they, been they watered down so much. So they, they, there's two things in Puerto Rico. They when they say Americans or gringos, they refer to you know all of those that live in the U.S. Right, but they that mostly refers to white. And there's always a qualifier if it's a black person or if it's you know Latino or Chicano or Boricua from New York. Right. So there's always a qualifier. But the the gringo or the American and if it's just used by one, that one word, it refers to the white one, right? And in my opinion, until the U.S. Census changes the, the, the categories that they use to categorize us, you know, and box us all in, until that crap does not change. And that means that they, another 258,000 years before it changes, then I would be surprised if it changes in the next 10 years. Until that does not change, then the rest of the country will continue to talk the same way. Because until the federal level doesn't change the rhetoric, we are going to continue to do that. Anyway, that's it. You're all pretty. This is the reality dysfunction.